hotfix. Cinnamon wood. Happy Halloween. Spooky right club. Who can take a rainbow and sprinkle it with something? Something boop it up, but don't eat candy from Russia or the Netherlands. Because the candy is bad. The candy is bad. The candy is bad because it might chip your teeth and it's not delicious. Didn't make the world taste good. Uh, one, two, three, four. Sitting on the bench. Writing's really hard. We need another snack. And that is just a fact. Oh, oh. Hi, this is Shauna. And this is Trisha. And this is Two Girls on a Bench. The podcast. We... I almost said we laugh on the bench. We write we, on the bench. We laugh on the bench. <laughs> we also snack on the bench. And most of all, we procrastinate, procrastinate while we're bench. laughing on the bench. <laughs> I was like going to come up with a whole new thing. I'm all, we laugh on the bench. We eat on the bench. <laughs> we have soup. We party. We have soup. It's soup weather. Yes. And in California, finally. I mean, it's like finally cloudy and like. Actually feels like October today. Finally. For one day. And I then mean, it'll go back to 100 degrees. Yeah, it'll probably change, but it's like nice to just pretend like it's the fall for right. a minute and have soup. We made soup. Or I made soup this you time. Made soup. And I brought it over. Soup. We like soup. <laughs> like saying <laughs> like it a lot. Old ladies. <laughs> Couple of old ladies on the bench just you know what it's like? eating our soup. <laughs> you know what it's like? Is, um, <laughs> what is it like, okay. Shauna? <laughs> you know, in... Um, best in show yeah when that chick is married to the really old guy she says <laughs> it she's like i like soup no she goes we we have a lot of things in common you know we both like soup <laughs> and that's like all she says that's like the only thing they have in common i'm oh, like oh my god my i feel like that right now the old guy oh i don't have a quote i don't you know do? what do we do no i, I don't done a quote in a million years i like forgot what was happening well, I probably shouldn't try and find one now on the fly. That'll take forever. Never mind. Okay, well, we'll quote next time. We have a lot of stuff to do on the show today, which is why I'm cutting out the quote. See, okay. See, it looks Cut. like a decision. Drop. Well, instead of the quote today, uh, you're going to hear more about our live stream coming up in just two weeks on the 7th. Woohoo! It's the Epilepsy Walk. It's virtual. And so we're doing a 12-hour live stream with a bunch of different podcasters. I will name some now. <laughs> as i open this and by the way it. everybody this is like it's gonna be so fun please tell other people about it because yes. it's gonna be like there's so many great podcasters joining us and i think it's just gonna be a fun day we we got <clears throat> i'm just gonna list them all Who we got we got tof from the Podfix network which is our network by the way <laughs> this week today we got uh kelly from boobies and newbies of <laughs> lady pod squad we got uh, Nicholas Haskins from Mr. Nikolai's Kitchen, also on our show last week. Woohoo! Talking about Psycho. Uh, we got Brooke Reading Podcast with Mel Brooks. Yay! Uh, we got Paul Chomo from the Vermits Podcast. Woo. He's sending us snacks. I told him no bugs. We'll see what happens. I mean, he's. We'll, I'll, we'll do anything for the cause. He's done it well, on live streams before. Bad, he ate like scorpions on the, the live stream for the Carol okay, this scorpions year. sound stingy um well like they weren't they would... alive they were they were like dead and dipped in salt or something i don't know mm -hmm. um we've got josh hallmark of true crime bullshit 
We've got Christine Black Woo-hoo. Blackburn from Storyworthy. <clears throat> we got Dr. Shiloh and Dr. Scott of LA Not So Confidential. Wah-ha-ha. We got Sean from <laughs> What Does It Matter podcast. And of course, we have us and Elise on the bench. <laughs> Yay! I was trying to come up with. I different know you're sounds just like it, just, it didn't really work towards the end there. But I'm hoping okay. we get some I still of the like everybody. I just. Wasn't that creative? Okay. Hope we get uh, some other fellows from the Podfix Network, like uh, the Cretans Guild and Pop Up Filmcast. I'm, you know, if you want to add them on Twitter, get them to join. I was like, just, are you like just calling just them out right guilt, now? Guilt them into it. I am. This is the gauntlet. I'm You're laying all, it down. We really want these specific podcasts to be. I was like, oh, that felt very specific. Let That's me just okay. name a couple more podcasts that should join us. <laughs> My I'm favorite murder. Yeah, uh, <laughs> Karen and Georgia. <laughs> you should just, join us. Just throwing it out there. Lisa and Sam, I shake my head. You can be in your car. We don't care. Join us. I'm. I'm I'll put it down. I'll put it out there, man. Put it. Put I'm, it. I'm not afraid. On the Shana. table. On, I know you're not it's afraid. On the table right now. Trish is afraid of a snack that I'm going to get in the future. I'm not going to say what it is, but I was texting her about oh, it last night, guys. and she said I'm so scared. And I'm I was so like, scared. "Come on, we ate the salmon rusk with the disgusting sauce. We okay. can do anything." When now. you send me an article about said snack that says the person who tried the snack <laughs> had to have a trash can next to her while she was eating them. All right, so this is like a very dramatic writer on pop sugar. <laughs> That's clearly trying to get the clickbait. It's all, this is disgusting. I was going to puke. It tasted like sewage. I'm like, okay, well, you really like, we've eaten some gross things. We'll be fine. Okay. We have to do this. What was that gross thing? Remember there was like a nasty snack podcast for a minute? And we did a thing We did a thing where we ate a nasty snack. Oh, it was like salmon. Oh, no, it was chestnuts. It was like chestnuts, but they were like. Boiled chestnuts in like a bag. In like they were like packaged. It was. That was gross. See, that's what I'm saying. It's not going to be as gross as that. Okay. So we'll see. <laughs> Anyways, <I don't> know. <laughs> something to something. look forward to. The mystery surrounding this is the excitement's building. What will this gross snack book be? <laughs> but anyway, we have a snack book. We have a guest. We have today. Yes. Yes. Sorry. We always have a snack book, I guess. <laughs> and we're eating soup on top of that. Hey, because we're hungry old ladies on the bench. <laughs> soup. <laughs> Um, and it's cabbage soup, which makes it sound even more. <laughs> it's delicious. It's a cabbage roll soup, and it has it's really like, good. You guys, actually, all this really good stuff in it. It's really good for you. I made it in the instant pot, which I'm like so happy that I've learned to embrace. Even there are stages of the instant pot. There's instant pot that you get as a gift, and you're like, yay! And then there's instant pot. In the box, just sitting there staring at you for a long time while you decide if you're going to figure out how to use a new appliance. It's really terrifying. And then you pull it out and there's like your first thing you make in it that may or may not work because you're not understanding how to do that, it. In between that, for me, was like I am terrified of an exploding, a potentially <laughs> exploding appliance. And then that just like was like fear. And then I was like, after, and then you're like, I had to watch videos. And I'm like, I have to watch videos to learn how to use this. And it, well, took, it literally took like five minutes. I, mean, but my, I was like, I really like, making a big deal about it in my like, head. Like, you never just watch a video about food. I know. I look shit up all the time. All I do is look at recipes. But for some reason, I was being a bitch to myself about this. So but. I had my sister's example. And so then I was like, your example. But you almost need like an Instapot buddy. <laughs> Maybe that really, that's a new <laughs> podcast. It's the pot buddy. <laughs> do, do, do. 
and then they like coach you through it like instead of like a health coach it's you should like see your the dances coach. that we're doing right now we're doing instapot buddy dances that's which... gonna be a new tiktok <laughs> just like what, what? The kids what? yeah everybody's like jesus no. The Stop. cabbage soup roll. Get it? The roll. The roll. <laughs> I, I think I might need to like film that and put it on Instagram or somewhere. Yeah, I can roll with the, the kids. cabbage roll. <laughs> the cabbage roll. It's not the cabbage patch, which is a dance the from the 80s. Roll. It's Get, the cabbage I know, roll. That's what the joke was. Oh, you just oh. got it. <laughs> Oh, I thought you were. I just... even did a visual. Okay, but it didn't look like the cabbage patch. No, because it, it was the roll. <laughs> All right, let's move on. Wow, that got way off track. We have Sorry. a lot of snacks to eat. Yeah, we have a lot to do, and a lot of lots and a of wonderful to take guest. Are we going to do the guest first? We're going to do snacks. Just kidding. Guest, then and... right club. There's a lot. And we you have. Guys. Stay get Five get some like snacks because there's yeah. a lot going on right now. Get your snack game ready now, or your soup game <laughs> if you're old. Okay, bye. <laughs> or cold. Okay. <laughs> Give me that snack book. This is a really like exciting snack book, and it's not robust. It's robust <laughs> and exciting, and this one has a fun. So we have these <laughs> snack crate snacks we've been saving up for an episode around Halloween time, which this is, and for all the horror. Um, by the way, all the horror is a group of podcasters curating content every day of October. There's so much content. You're going to need another month to absorb it all. You're going to need some more snacks. Yeah. And we have a lot of them and here. And we have the candy and some sometimes maybe waffles. I'm not sure what There's those are. There's a lot are. of like baked goods in these snacks, which I'm kind of excited yeah. about. I mean, it's not really going to fit with my gluten thing, but I think I'm just throwing that out the window right now. Well, today we're visiting Russia and Denmark. Holland. Or Holland, sorry. The Netherlands. And or Holland. So... We decided, like I said, to save all these snacks for today. So we're just going to take a bite out of all so of them. So which would you like to try first, Patricia? I don't know. I think that animal-shaped cake. Okay, this looks so cute. It's like a little lion. And it's this is a Russian one. No, this is... I'm sorry. Oh, I'm just kidding. This yeah. is Dutch. I said it was Russian. It's Dutch. So... Well, bis- forget it. Biscuit cake banana. That's not... An accent. That was just me being dumb. Here. Sweet and spongy shortcake with a decadent banana cream filling in the shape of a fun animal. The filling is like kind of blended in, which is fine with me. Okay, we're tasting it now. It smells banana-y. It's really dry. I that need a, a cup of coffee with this. That is a dry, dry, dry taste. My mom would say this is good with coffee, which is what she says about... Pretty much any kind of like shortbread or any kind of like pound like, cake. Yeah, it's like it's like you need to drink something with it because it's very dry. This is dry. I mean, I'm all right. Kind of over it. I, we have so many other things we to put eat that I really just can't fill myself <laughs> up on all the right. lion-shaped banana cake. It it didn't taste bad. Oh no, it was just is, dry. I'm sorry. This is rush. That's this Russian. Is Russian. No, because so they had like characters on the thing, and yeah. I'm like, oh. no, it's it's Russian. I had the wrong flyer. So, so let's the, have another cake. Do you want to do a Russian accent? 
No. Speaking of your mom. Yeah, my mom wasn't really impressed with my Russian accent. So <laughs> All right, what's that one? That one, Layla. That one is while. a classic I Dutch do treat. I really want like some coffee because these are all cakes. That apparently. is a gingerbread. It smells good. It has been baked in the Netherlands for almost oh. 130 years. <laughs> this is an old piece of gingerbread. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. That was a bad joke. Everybody, it just looks like a piece of piece of bread. Oh, it's also very dry, but it's quite gingery. Another, the flavor is really good. Another like coffee companion. I mean, after our soup, we might as well have some coffee. I'm gonna make some decaf. Now we're really (laughs) getting old. I don't want to stay up all night. All right, (laughs) I don't even have decaf coffee. That's how young I am. I'm just saying. kidding i don't have any either because i use i I use coffee that's because i'm bad i use coffee every day (laughs) coffee's for the morning don't be afraid afraid i use coffee in the morning too the sugar's already getting to us all right but that gingerbread wasn't as dry as the banana cake thing seems like it's been around for 130 years but this gingerbread has a little bit of a yeah it's actually really good not bad all right so (laughs) The next one, let's just get on the cake kick here. The next so one many cakes. is a, it's called a basker wheel and it's Russian. <laughs> and what does this one say? Oh, this is a one? It, that looks like Russian, doesn't it? Yes. Yes. A light and fluffy pancake with a surprise raspberry jam seeping out. They love to stick something in the middle. <laughs> <laughs> Everything they've given us has like a surprise in the middle. Yeah. Oh my it's, goodness. It's pretty like soft and spongy uh, it looks like a pancake <laughs> we're just gonna eat a dry pancake right now mm, this one's actually really good mm. it's that jelly in the middle it's that raspberry filling <laughs> it's seeping out with every bite i think that's so good actually yeah this is this would delicious. be amazing with coffee the other ones need coffee so you don't like jog <laughs> this one would just be a nice companion for coffee or tea this is yummy this is actually a winner. All right. A little pancake. So far in the sea of bread like Oh, there's another one. Snacks. What's that? that waffle. <laughs> it's probably Dutch. It's just a waffle. <laughs> it has something in the middle too. Should I go get next week we should do all the weird drinks I have in the refrigerator from this thing. Is okay. this Russian? <clears throat> this is Russian. This is a Yashkino soft waffle. A soft and fluffy home style waffle. <laughs> that is Jam hats with a tart cherry filling in, in this breakfast favorite. Here, it's a breakfast food. Well, it's a waffle. Oh, yeah. It has jam in the middle also. This is like, just, I'm going to go just, have some breakfast and we're jamming. brush it. <laughs> <laughs> These are like, this is kind of fun, actually. These are really dry. Oh. <laughs> it's good to have like a lot of treats on a podcast that soak all the moisture out of your mouth. This would be good if it was toasted. Yeah, like like a real like waffle. warm, <laughs> not dry. I can't believe they didn't put a strope waffle in the Dutch one. Oh, they did. My kids ate it. Oh, that because that is the best Dutch. Yeah, thing it was a chocolate. It was a chocolate mi- uh, caramel eat one. Of that. It's sucking all the saliva. Yeah, out of my there life. was a a strope waffle in the Dutch one. Sorry, strope waffles are delicious. They're like these, like kind of like waffly cookies, and they have like a caramel. No, the strope waffle was not in the Dutch one. It was in the Russian one. That seems impossible. Yeah, the Dutch waffle was in the Russian. 
Oh, there's a little crossover between these two. That's why I keep mixing up my jam-filled treats. All right, so now we're going to actually eat a mm. candy. This candy looks like a cigar. It's called a cannel stock. It literally it's looks a classic, like a cigar. Classic Dutch snack. The cinnamon-flavored treat is often sold at street fairs and carnivals, and probably because it looks like a big cigar. It looks like... It's like the candy cigarettes we had as a kid. I know. But like way. It's like a hard. It's like, yeah. is it just like pure cinnamon? What am it I supposed to like do with it? It looks like a huge fat Blah, stick of cinnamon. <laughs> Wait, hold on. Do that again. <laughs> I need to take a picture of Trisha. Hold on, everybody. There's a, there's definitely like. <laughs> that's it. That's, that's a cigar, look. right? It's a, it's. It has little like cute Dutch people on it. It's just like super hard though. It smells like a giant stick of cinnamon. Like, <laughs> can I have one of those orange napkins right there? Because I'm gonna attempt. Oh wait, I have a napkin. Hang on, never yeah. mind. I'm gonna attempt to break this in half. This is great audio, everybody. Sorry, <laughs> we didn't really prep. Did you? Did you all hear that? This is a solid piece of. Is it? Is it a carnival thing? Cause you gnaw on it like oh, no. throughout the carnival. I you just have get to one treat. All this audio out. I can't even bite this. It's so hard. It's good though. <laughs> That's what she said. It's so hard. There's so much cinnamon, it's burning my lip. <laughs> that is a lot of cinnamon. Wow. It's like. Ow. Maybe like. I a... just broke a tooth. <laughs> <laughs> it tastes good though, huh? Okay, this you could hands. dip in a tea. <laughs> this is not a good quarantine food. My hands are covered in cinnamon. This is like the weirdest. Like, is it supposed to be chewy inside? Like, I wonder what it's supposed to be like, because I feel like it's not supposed to be like this. Like, it sat too long or it's old or. Oh, I mean, it was sealed. I think. How is this? This is how hard this thing is. (laughs) (laughs) It's not breaking when she does that. Did not break. You know what? This will stand the test of time. (laughs) Like, if we're like, damn. It's the end of the world. We're like, I could see get that cigar. Walking, walking around. Candy. Carnival nod on this. Yeah, when the zombie apocalypse happens, we're going to be like, I mean, grab I, that cigar Dutch. That's why Dutch people are thin. Grab that candle stock. Because <laughs> they, they just gnaw on one snack gnaw at the fair. Just like a There's large no like funnel stick. cake or like fried just Twinkies. They're like, just get cinnamon. a cinnamon stick and chew on it the it's whole also time. Like good for their like digestion. Oh, yeah, it's great cinnamon. for like your brain or your heart or something too. <laughs> You're going to try again? I'm afraid I'm going to break my teeth. <laughs> I think I feel like it's supposed to be chewy on the inside. It's like a it's nougat. getting there. Oh, it's a nougat? Doesn't it kind of look like a nougat? It does not <laughs> feel like a nougat. No, it's, it, it, it would be better if it was a nougat. It feels like a piece of wood covered in cinnamon. <laughs> the inside doesn't taste like anything. It's just a piece of wood. With, it's like a really big scam. It's, it's actually bamboo, which is why it's, you can bite it. It's a little softer. Chew on it. Yeah. Wow, oh that goodness. was a... There's just like a... We got to take a picture of the discarded bit <coughs> after this. I'm actually going to like fight you for the raspberry one, though, because that one was good. This one. Oh, you can have the raspberry pancake, 100%. Only if you make me <laughs> decaf. <laughs> I make right. you some coffee. Now we're going to eat candy. Oh, wait. These are, these are Dutch. They are frutella. These look like Starburst, and they're very, like, elegantly packaged, like, two colors at a time. 
in order, not like rando, like our no. Starburst. Thankfully, you know what you're getting. These fruit Every flavored two chews are backed with are packed with intense flavor <laughs> from real fruit juice. They're backed with it. Is it like a real fruit juice? Is a sponsor? You got a green one. I got a purple one. Okay, like a Starburst. It's not like Star. It's like that that candy high chew. Have you ever had that? It's a little bit hard. But like kind of like a taffy. Oh, the taffy. So that was like fine. These are mm-hmm. the original Sour Power, apparently. They're called Zure Mates, and they are. I don't know where these are from. It says Dutch. I love. I love veggie. Are there vegetables in them? They're Dutch. Oh, Strope Waffles did come with this one. I must have given one to one kid and one to the other. So they came with both kits, and they're That's both weird. gone. Okay, I'm going to eat this. It, so it looks like... It says sour... Like a gummy sour ribbon. leather like, yeah. thing. Sour gummy ribbon are intense, but balanced with sweetness. Oh, your face looks like it's delicious. The first bite is weird. <laughs> your face. <coughs> oh, no. It's not bad. I mean, I liked it. It was Watermelon. like a sour, chewy... Why does it say they like veggies, though? Because it is made with vegetables, maybe. What kind of vegetables are in it? Hmm. It tasted almost bitter at the beginning, but then you got the fruit taste afterwards. I can't. It was quite an experience. I can't read what vegetables are in it because they're not in English. <laughs> mm. Right. <laughs> now we're going to have a hard zoet. Oh, this is also Dutch. <clears throat> Apparently, Moonton drop. They're very serious. The Dutch are very serious about black licorice, and well, there can be none more black than these classic licorice bites. They're like little coins. I love black licorice. Are they so hard. I wonder if they're gonna be up to my standard because I, like, I am very serious about a, black licorice. This, this is licorice. It is. It's hard. Oh it no! The, it's so hard you can't chew it. It reminds me of the coins that they put. Don't on, put it in on, your mouth. On demons' heads. <laughs> To like in that show, Hellstrom. <laughs> Don't you can't even chew it. You can't even bite a piece of it. You have to lick this. <laughs> <laughs> I decided to lick mine. <laughs> They're about the size of a quarter. It feels like if you put this in your mouth, it would last about an hour. <laughs> At least this is some diet food right here. <laughs> this will keep you from. Eating anything else. And this is a ginormous bag of them, too. It's like nobody wanted them. If they were chewy, I would, like, pound these. But they're, like, so This is not a sampling. This is, like, a... There are, like, 5,000 of these. If anyone really, really likes black licorice, please let me know, and I will mail these to you. (laughs) They'll last you a lifetime. Okay, why why do I keep licking it? I don't know. Because it's like you want it to be like a fun licorice experience. Because I, you know what? I buy those soft ones at Trader Joe's. They're so good. They're just like, I don't know. They're I don't know what brand they are or whatever. But they're like these. Oh, li- they're like, like the little licorice. ribbon ones. Yeah. But they're like short. Those are, and they're like chewy and soft and amazing. Yeah. Like I love those. No, I this thought is it was like gonna a, be- this is an intense licorice experience. Like the, I would not even call this licorice. I would call this a hard candy. Like a sucker. <laughs> without a stick. And I have a thousand of them. So everybody gets one. 
come to our live stream event and I'm just gonna throw these at you and you might need to duck because they could probably hurt you. Just bounce back from, <laughs> from your computer screen. Oh I'm just my gonna God, be like, that made me laugh. you get a licorice bite. You get a licorice, you a mutton you drop. Do? You should make like a um, uh oh. <laughs> I just unplugged you with my toes. Sorry, unplugged. Oh, um, it. What was I gonna say? Oh, you could oh. like you know how you do like macaroni art, like you could <laughs> do art with those, like glue them on something. I'm gonna make delicious cookies, and then instead of Hershey's Kisses in the middle, I'm just gonna <laughs> pop these in the middle, and then people are like, "Ooh, what is this cookie?" And they're all they're gonna bite it. They're like, "I can't bite this cookie." Like, all right, last but not least, those are called mutton drops. I don't know. What is this? Oh, the coffee one. Okay, this better be good. Or it's, it's probably going to be hard. <laughs> this is a hard candy. I know because I tried. Oh, it's supposed to be a hard candy. Rod Maker Hopejes. Hopejes? Oh. I don't know how to do the J in Dutch, but named after a Baron Hendrik Hop, mm. a noted coffee lover. These, oh, these coffee candies have, ha- been, have been made since the 1700s. It's like a, well, it's a hard candy, but it's yummy. But I kind of like. No, it's going to be like clicking around in your mouth like a cough drop. Well, yeah, these are good. I actually tried one of these mm. earlier because <clears throat> there were five and I needed an even number of them. So that was fun. That was a lot of treats. That was a lot of weird baked goods. <laughs> yeah. Like a lot more than I anticipated. Like I, the, I okay, mean, okay I so if we had made... to pick a favorite out of the baked goods, there's two categories. Okay, the very the hard good. candy. <laughs> And the baked goods. The cinnamon wood. <laughs> the hard wood. mutton drop licorice. It's not licorice texture as we know it at all. Maybe licorice is a hard candy somewhere so the, else. The coffee candy wins that category, Coffee right? candy is delicious. It's good. Yeah. It's solid. It's like a Werther's but coffee flavor. Right. But like yeah. a really good coffee flavor. Yeah. yeah. So that's good. Okay. And then second place or well... Well, the are the two you want the Starburst? Yeah, the Starburst ones ones, because those are just like a whatever, like a no no problem. The the little the sour things are a bit much. That cinnamon stick was like, I mean, come on. I don't know. I don't know what that was like. Not quite, sure what's happening. That was like an experience. That was like, like a, I don't know what that to, was a dare. I don't know what to sure. do about that one. So the the baked goods, I think the the jam filled pancake. Oh, that was the best. It wins, wins hands that. down. And then second place, I would say is the gingerbread. Right, the gingerbread had a really good flavor. Because I could have that with like tea or coffee. coffee apparently, <laughs> and the other ones are just they're just too dry. Okay, Russia dry, dry kind it's of a, dry. It's a dry kind of dry. You got to put the waffle in the toaster oven or something. So the it's Basker so... wheels were from Russia, and the what about the, the gingerbread? The gingerbread is called on to Kulkberg. And it hit <laughs> say ten different <laughs> words. None of them a, mean the right thing. O N T B I J T K O E K. You say that. Oh, but that's not what's on here. What does it say on there? Pigeonberg. Okay, whatever. Maybe that's the brand. Classic Dutch treat. Gingerbread has been baked in the Netherlands. It's yummy. 130 years. Uh, and then we also we have a drink. We have a cherry bouquet soda. Oh, we're gonna have to do a drink <clears throat> test on another one. And we have a the magical fairy drink that we talked about before for a long time <laughs> in <laughs> Russia. Tastes like trees. Tastes <laughs> like a journey on a magical fairy trip. I think we should eat the cinnamon stick while we have that journey. <laughs> Maybe, but the cinnamon <laughs> stick is from 
the Netherlands. Yeah, no, I know. I'm just making a joke about. I think we should. It was an international experience. It'll last long enough for the journey (laughs) through a magical fairy. You know what? If I was walking through a forest and I got hungry, I would eat this piece of wood with cinnamon. (laughs) I mean, if you're hungry and you have nothing, take a piece of wood. Soak it in some water, <laughs> then roll it in cinnamon. I swear then let to it God, set. it used to be nougat, or it's supposed to be nougat. Let it sit for a good, like, ten days. I, wa- I like, want to go to Holland right now and be like, they'll be like, don't come here, coronavirus. I'm just They're like, you're not allowed to get come Get on here. a plane and be like, I'm just gonna are look, these I'm just usually gonna soft? Up. I will ask someone, and they speak English there, I know, because I've been there. So, like, you know, that's cool. I'll be like, hey... Our Netherlands stop. friend, is this supposed to be chewy, or is it supposed to be as hard as a piece of wood, or is this just how they are? Like, and it's not wood, and you're just being insensitive, culturally insensitive, Shauna. They will say to me, "I was trying, you're trying to, to do like up. an internet search, Dutch cinnamon candy, healthier version." Well, this I made it a little softer. You can't eat it. Look at this. I made it a little softer than the original. I didn't want him to break his teeth. Oh, so it is supposed to be yeah. hard. I, think I so. used to gnaw on it. You just like gnaw on it. What a strange, interesting, like tradition. I guess all these, some of these. I mean, maybe it's the same with the licorice. I feel like the licorice was supposed to be chewy and searching soft hard on the outside soft on the inside does produce some strange <laughs> results on google i just and if don't for anyone who's trying to do that right now don't do it uh, don't recommend it um all right okay we that got was great you guys that was a robust was a 20 snack hour book. snack book uh, thank you for joining the marathon it worth it. we had a we had a lot that. of that saved up i'll edit out the chewing maybe if you're lucky <laughs> or it's just like long or pauses of like you're just gonna have to deal like with a it. lot of this, <laughs> <There's like>. a licky <laughs> licorice you guys i thought i was gonna die when you were doing that <laughs> so funny. because it's so like i'm like you can't even like so bite hard. it it's like literally it's like biting a piece of plastic when we're not recording i might suck on one <laughs> This is well, all like, gone off the rails. I know, no, but like just to see if it's good, to see if it ever yeah, like does it decom- ever dissolve. No, it's it's probably like that would be a good. How long does it take? Let's to put dissolve? it in like a cup of water and see what happens. It like, just it stays just that stays way forever. These are the, the hard, sturdy Russian. They're sturdy winter mutton, snack mutton drop. They're, they're not like, Russian. Look, they're Dutch. I mean, same. It's cold in Holland. Mutton, too. It's the mountain mo- drop in Holland. They're like, look. We got really hard. It says they're candy. classic licorice bites, but it's like, how could you? You can't, you, you bite can't it. even bite it. I, that's why I feel like maybe it just it's it just got too. I don't know. Anyway, okay. Hey, everybody, thanks. Bye. All right, that was a great snack book. Now on to the show. Yes, we have an interview coming up <laughs> next for you all, and then right club. Lacey here, and I'm here to tell you all about The Bench Gives Back, a fundraiser to help find a cure for epilepsy. You may not know why that's important to me, so let me tell you. I actually have epilepsy, a type called absence seizures, and I really wish there was a cure. To do that, we need moolah, so a bunch of broadcasts, including my mom's, will be live streaming to raise money to find a cure and i'll be there too so hold on to your hats 
and join us on November 7th to, to help us end epilepsy. So now we have Lori Bonfiglio, um, who's a volunteer with the Epilepsy Foundation here with us on the bench today. Hi, Lori. Hi, how's it going? Good. Thank you so much for joining us. Oh, sure. So, Lori, we just wanted to have you on to talk a little bit about your journey with epilepsy and, uh, you know, the work that you've done as a volunteer with the foundation and, and just tell us your story. Absolutely. I would love to. So um, my son started having seizures when he was about five years old, Mm -hmm. and um, we didn't know what it was. We were told it was a seizure disorder, and so he just went on medication, and so we saw a neurologist, a general neurologist, and that started our journey, and so he actually, the medication actually took care of his seizures for Mm -hmm. 15 years till he went back to college, when he started college, actually. And they came back. And that was kind of a shock to us because we weren't expecting that. And, you know, it it kind of threw us for a loop. Through that journey, I actually contacted the Epilepsy Foundation to get some support. And they actually met met with me one-on-one, which was so awesome. So I learned a lot... I learned a lot about the difference between a general neurologist and an epileptologist, a specialist. And so they helped guide us to find an epileptologist and to get testing. So then we learned, we never really knew it was epilepsy. That's who taught us, was the epileptologist and the UCLA Center. That's interesting. Uh, It is, and that's one reason why it's so important for people to understand what the Epilepsy Foundation does. They not only, you know, give you support, they direct you and give you resources and help guide you so you can get the proper help that you need. So um, basically, I was distraught because my son was about to go away to college because he was local, and I was just so upset to have to let him go. Mm. And so I decided to throw myself into helping the Epilepsy Foundation. So I contacted them and said I'd love to volunteer, and so I did some volunteering, and it was just great. I helped with they offer a summit a conference where you get a lot of information. I had a walk team with 22 people. We raised a lot of money, like your walk team, yeah. Trisha. <laughs> yes. Um, so, yeah, so I got involved and I started helping, and I was actually looking for support, and there was no support in the Ventura County area. And so they told me, why don't you start a support group? Yeah. So it was so great. I just got in touch with a few people. I found a psychologist. I found a room and I started the group in 2018. And that's how I met you. Absolutely. (laughs) I have to tell you, Lori, that just being Trisha's friend, I know the group has helped tremendously. I mean, she would come back from it and be, you know, just really excited to meet other people and get information. And that is just so important, you know, to have a community because it's hard. You can feel really lonely. And I think that's just awesome that you did that. Thank you. Well, you know, I did feel lonely and now I've met some great people. And it's kind of funny. I was telling Trisha that my journey is actually different now. It was about my 
you know, being upset that Matt had epilepsy and it's totally changed. Now I do it for the children like Elise. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I do it for my friend Carolyn. Her daughter is about to have her third surgery and um, she's not even, you know, eight years old. Oh my gosh. And I do it for my support group people. It's just completely my whole, you know, journey changed just by doing this one thing. Uh, recently, well, a year ago, I met at a su- at the summit. I met a girl who joined my team. Her name was Leah, and it's going to be a little emotional. Sorry, it's okay. We became we became fast friends, and I'm not even sure if you know this part of my story. We became really good friends. She joined my team, and she was a huge advocate. She was out there fundraising. We raised five thousand dollars. Awesome. Our team at the time. And anyway, she passed away last year, and it was never confirmed that it was SUDEP, sudden death and epilepsy, but I'm pretty sure, I'm not a doctor, but I'm pretty sure that's what it was. They just had to, unfortunately, uh, they couldn't do an autopsy. They had to bury her right away due to religious reasons. Mm -hmm. And so I also do it for her. Um, I'm so sorry. So, yeah, thank you. It was hard. (laughs) Really hard. But, you know, my journey, I would have never met her. So, you know, you, I would have never met you. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and, and Elise, and she's an amazing kid. And what you guys are doing is just amazing. And I want to support you in any way. What happens with the walk is that the money for all this goes toward these support groups, our seizure first aid training, mm-hmm. all the resources, all the one-on-one There are two people that answer the phones and all they do is take calls to help people and answer their questions and guide them. Yeah, that's That's so important. No, it it made a huge difference for us. Like Shauna said, um, you even brought in your friend that's a yoga teacher that did like low to the ground yoga in case someone who has epilepsy has a seizure while we were doing yoga, like just to be safe, but Mm -hmm. still to experience like that yoga um, process and the the some of the breathing methods she taught us even during COVID on Zoom like breathing through your nose and holding one nostril and concentrating on that to slow down maybe your anxiety about maybe if you can feel a seizure coming on which some people can um, really really helped my daughter and myself and meeting these other parents like you but the other parents at the um I, I think I stood outside for like almost two hours with two of the moms from our epilepsy support group one night just talking and crying and mm-hmm. understanding like what their daughters had been through and getting more information to feed my conversations with our doctors and you know what I mean like learning from yeah. other people um it's uh it's really incredible the the way something that seems so hard and terrible, of course it is hard like to have epilepsy, but yeah. it's incredible how you can come together with other people and connect and find solutions sometimes to some of the questions and the fear that surrounds the diagnosis. Yeah, for sure. I have a question, Lori. So you talked sure. about, you know, the, the foundation and, and those like all sound like amazing supports, uh, you know, with, with answering the phones and the questions. How's the research side going on this? How's the, the science medical, you know, like what are there advancements being made? Obviously, there's always more money needed for research of all kinds. But I'm just curious about, you know, sort of where where that is, you know, in the mix of all this. 
That's a great question. So there is a lot of research being done and there's constantly new medications coming on board, including the rescue medication. Um, there's new ones, more improved ones. Definitely. I mean, it's always, there's also the advocacy side, making sure that there's enough dollars put toward epilepsy. Mm -hmm. Uh, there's a lot of statistics behind that, you know, as far as it's it's a disease that a lot of people don't know a lot about compared yeah. to other diseases. So it's also about awareness, you know, getting the word out there on all of this and making sure that the research continues. Definitely. It um the foundation also offers like free training. So my family did it over COVID, but mm -hmm. um I sent, I've been sending all of the information since we had our diagnosis to the teachers of the school because we realized we have a small elementary school, but no one really had anyone had like seizure training, seizure first aid. Um, we were, were, Elise is like the only student that I know of that, that has epilepsy. And so it's been kind of a growth for that whole education system too. And all of these tools really, really help. Yeah, definitely. I mean, that's again, that's what, you know, the money for these fundraisers goes toward all of this. It's so important. Um, there's a gal that's in one of our groups who actually was driving two hours because there was no group in yeah. her area who has yeah. since started a group. But she said that even though she's had epilepsy for um, her adult life, basically, after she had her son, she has learned things that she never knew before about seizure first aid, mm. in, including myself. Yeah. I mean, you know, Matt has what's called focal aware seizures. They used to be called partial. And, you know, I didn't even know anything about any of the other types of seizures. What used to be called a grand mal is now called a tonic clonic. So there's new words and wow. new descriptions for them. And you just learn everything and you learn what to do. Stay safe side. I mean, simple things that people, you know, don't really know. Plus, you know, there's things that people think you're supposed to do that you're not supposed to do. So yeah. it's really important. Well, I think people just from, I don't know, like outdated understanding of what epilepsy is, you know, like the whole idea of like putting uh, something in the person's mouth or, correct, you know, or that there's only that one kind of up, like, yeah. you know, for me, I did not know, obviously, before Lisi was diagnosed that, you know, that there, the absent seizures, I mean, that obviously was new to all of us, right. but like when you told me about it, I was just like, that is like, I had no idea that was epilepsy because mm -hmm. we always think of it as being something so different and being like a physical seizure as opposed to hers is more of a silent seizure. Uh, yeah, I mean, really? It and it's, it's like who, I mean, I, we all learned a lot of new stuff about that. Yeah. You know? And she's, at least he's been great about educating all of us too, which yeah. is awesome. <laughs> no, absolutely. And her class. No, but it's, it's been, I didn't know. I think that I'm, I'm fairly certain because one of the questions we get uh, from our doctors is, you know, does epilepsy run in your family? And I'm pretty sure that if anyone in my family had had like my aunts and grandmothers or whatever had had this kind of epilepsy, like the absent seizures, they likely went undiagnosed. Oh yeah, because they were missed or not understood, and and possibly punished for like not paying attention or you mm -hmm. know daydreaming, which is what we thought it was at first too. Yeah, 
Definitely. And you bring up a good point. So like another thing we do is we train like law enforcement as well. So it's it's important because there's a video that shows somebody having an ops on seizure in like a mini market. And the store person is like trying to talk to them and they're not comprehending. And then they call in the police and they restrain the person. Mm. So it's so important that they're trained so they know what to look for. Uh, another example is my son was trying to board a plane and he his seizures are about mm, 15 to 20 seconds and then he's, com- he's completely aware but he can't do anything and then when he's done, he's totally aware and they would not let him get on the airplane. So again, uh, a lot of, there has to be a lot of education about what to do in a situation because if they knew, like people don't even realize that you don't have to call 911. People don't yeah. want you to call 911. That was Matt's biggest fear when he was in elementary school. Please don't call 911. So there's a rule, typically five minutes, yep. then you call 911. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we, we went through the school with that on our action plan for seizures. That's great. That's great <clears throat> yeah. that you have an action plan. Very smart. Only Very because smart. of learning all of this, like really. It sounds like the diagnosis from what you were saying, Lori, too, about your son is really important that they actually get a diagnosis. And I'm sure that's important for dollars for research and all of that too, because I think the fact that like, we, for example, absence seizures, that we didn't know that was a thing, that diagnosis wouldn't be there. And then it, it seems like there's less people with epilepsy, right? But for the reality is there are probably a lot more and they're yeah. just not being diagnosed properly, right? Is that sort of what Correct. you're saying? Correct. It's one in 26 people have epilepsy. 26. That's that's Small. a big amount of people. It is. That. It is a lot. I mean, that is that is a much bigger number than I think any of us would have imagined. Yeah. So. I Elise put it uh, in her little video she did. She's like, that means my class and then everybody yes. on the side, and then me like I have epilepsy I am one in 26 like that and I was like that's a great way to put it yeah because that really great way you know drills down to how how widespread it is yeah <laughs> you know it was a great little video her she's Aww. a special special kid I mean that is just so neat that she wants to get out there and educate everybody I think it's so important to take that situation and turn it for the good that we need more of that in today's world right absolutely <laughs> absolutely for sure. yeah she's uh she um now that she has more awareness of, of even the sudden death like one of the actors from um, descendants from the Disney movie Cameron Boyce he died uh he had he had epilepsy and it was like one of our favorite franchises this yeah. whole uh descendants franchise and it, just the knowledge of that we had to have a lot of conversations around it because Scary. she's like i have epilepsy you know what mm-hmm. i mean like what what could happen and it's it's more about how how you're living now and what you're doing with that information instead of worrying about what might happen in in her case i feel like and this is really helping her make a difference you know for for people and just get that information out there and and do something good and she's excited about it you know we are too i mean i think an action is definitely a good way to address you know anything that's that's wrong right yeah (laughs) or difficult or challenging you know it's better to do something or at least i feel like that's how you know i look at it it's like you know better to do something about it and and get active and make a difference so that's exactly what yeah we hope to do with our little Little fundraiser, yeah. (laughs) 
Definitely. I mean, you know, that situation brought a lot of awareness. And by the way, um, the 23rd of October was SUDEP uh, Awareness Day. Oh, wow. They just had it. Yeah. Yes. I mean, a lot of us didn't even know about that. I know I didn't oh. um, until Matt saw an epileptologist. And that's when they started to talk more about that. And it can. It can be scary. And it can be, I'm sure it was scary for Elise, mm-hmm. you know, just even hearing about it. Yeah. At the same time, it's so important to bring awareness so that everybody knows, you know, just like other diseases. Yeah. So how's your son doing now? Is he is he still in college now or is he out or what's his how is he doing? Well, thanks for asking. Great question. So he actually was never a fan of school. (laughs) He's 28 and he graduated. He actually they were playing with his medications and he was actually having um double vision during college and trying to take his exams. And by the way, again, when you go see an epileptologist, they help you. You can get a special plan at your college to help you take tests separately and what have you. So that's which he did. But um, yeah, so he graduated, which I'm super proud because on a good day, he didn't really love school. (laughs) And um, he has a great job. And um, he actually gets up in public, speaks in front of people and works conferences where he stands, you know, in front of people. And he's had seizures in front of people. Um, but no, he's working. He lives on his own. And um, he met a wonderful girl who actually is you know, now his girlfriend. And um, she's very much, um, she cares greatly for him and treats him amazing during his seizures and what have you. So it's definitely, thank you for asking. He's doing well. He's still, okay. So he still does have epilepsy. He has about three to four seizures a week, but we're trying to get some, you know, answers on that. Um, he went through testing to see if he could have surgery, but the testing was inconclusive and he wanted to get a job after college. So I really didn't blame him. Yeah. Yeah. So we're working, we're working on that, but, um, He's living a great life regardless. He That's lives good. his life to the fullest. That's so amazing. there you go. That's, That's really awesome. great to hear. Yeah. Well, I just, I was so interested because, you know, I, I didn't know if he was like older or if he was just still in college or it sounds like he's doing really great. Well, you know, and hats off to you because obviously that's a lot about you, Lori, and you getting in there and and being an advocate for him. So, Well, thank you. Thank you. I think I told Trisha this story, but I'll just quickly tell you. um, The reason I got inspired actually was if you look them up um, on Real Real Sports with Bryant Gumbel, there was a story called the Triathlon Brothers. And um, the mom inspired me, basically. You have to watch the story, but she made a comment because one of her sons um, was, they were doing a triathlon together, but one of the sons was pushing the one in the, in the jogger, pulling him in the boat mm. and, and all that, and, and then um, riding with the bike and pulling. So um, she basically said, you know, they're living their life to the fullest. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. And it just, ever since she said that, it, it helped me let go. Plus I got in touch with the epilepsy foundation and they've helped me kind of deal with it. And, um, you know, they have lots of fun programs too, not just, you know, support groups. Um, another, another thing the money goes toward, I, I recently started a book club with them. And, um, so that way it was, it's for adults. They could get together once a month and talk about books and not even have to talk about their epilepsy. Right. And meet other people, make friends, which is so important. Absolutely. Well, there's the kids, um, like blanking on the name, the kids. Uh, kids crew. crew. Kids crew. crew. I was going to say club. <laughs> yeah, the kids crew as well, which has all, not 
in addition to like literature and books and coloring books and fun stuff like how how do I explain it or how do I do sports with epilepsy or mm-hmm. you know what is it like and those all that literature when we first went to you, one of your groups Lori like really helped and then they have activities for kids so they did one uh, that you sent me Lori where you got to decorate a cupcake like on Zoom with other people oh, good. you know it, other kids your age it's community yeah. I mean community is totally. huge yeah that is so great and it's good for at least to meet other kids and yeah, yeah absolutely. It, it it almost I mean it normalizes it in yeah. a way. It's like look at all of these other people who also have what you have or something similar and they're they're doing it too. Like they're moving forward and living their lives as well. Definitely, definitely. I mean, I'm glad I met you guys and Same. you know, <laughs> it's just it's nice. You feel you're it's family basically. It's your family. It's the people that, you know, you can relate to and talk to and you know we all get on the support group calls and we all talk about our situations and we all give advice to each other uh we have a family camp coming up which is great usually we do it in person obviously but with covid uh we're doing it zoom um and um like lots of activities like that and it's so important for the kids to feel like they're not alone 100 percent well, and it may, I think because you, uh, the, the support group we were going to is mostly for parents at one point and then it was kind of opened up and then Laurie was like, sure, bring your daughter. Like it's mm-hmm. totally fine. And, and it really meant a lot to Elise to be involved and even, even when it was all grown ups to be able to listen to, mm-hmm. uh, everybody talk their stories, what they've been through. It was really good. Definitely. It's, it's. It's been a great journey for me. Like I said, it started off for Matt. I laugh and I say, Matt, it's not even about you anymore. (laughs) It's about everybody else. So, you know, I think it's great that you have this walk team and what you're doing. And because it's going to help so many people, the funds that come from that. Definitely. Yeah. And I think I'm, I'm really excited too, just as we're talking right now about the awareness piece as well, because I think it is something that a lot of people don't know about, don't really understand. And so just the communities of different podcasters that we're going to be, uh, connecting with through this, uh, live stream. And then also their, their listeners, you know, it's, it's neat. Cause it's like, we're, we're already going to be expanding the knowledge base just there, which is yep. cool. Yeah. And we're hoping we can make this an every year occurrence, uh, moving forward. And Elise is super excited about that too. Yeah. That'll be great. The second annual. That is great. <laughs> she's already ready for the second yeah, annual. Yeah. She's already moved on. We're like, wait, we haven't done this one yet. <laughs> well, thank you so much, Lori, for joining us and talking about this. And, and we hope to see you, um, you know, virtually, uh, or, you know, somehow you can, Ch- chime in and chat on the day of <laughs> yeah. oh sure like I would love to absolutely yeah. I'm going to actually have my whole family here my husband and I are celebrating our 30th wedding anniversary oh, congratulations um, it's actually on the 10th but we have all of we have four kids and they're all going to be here and we're going to renew our vows but yes it's <gasps> oh, a special awesome. day all around yeah it's That's amazing awesome. well thank you so much Lori we really thank appreciate you. you and your time and all you've done. Thank you. Thank you. Welcome to the Bench Right Club. The first rule of Right Club 
is you do not write about Write Club. The second rule of Write Club is you do not write about Write Club. Write Club. Okay. All right. I just sucked on the licorice thing and it doesn't even taste like good licorice. No. So like, just forget it. <laughs> They're like, we're serious about our licorice. I'm like, are you? Because I've had way better black licorice than this and it doesn't even taste like it's very, it's so like waxy. And then when you finally get the flavor, it's just not, not strong. It's not a good licorice yeah. flavor. It just tastes like, I, just, I, I don't even know what to compare it to. I feel it's so, so bad. Bad okay, to sorry. have to throw away such a large bag. <laughs> throw that. In the, well, we're gonna keep so it. We much. decided as we were taking a brief break that we would use these to like kill zombies. Maybe. Yeah, like instead of checking records, like Shaun of yeah. the Dead, we'll chuck. Uh, we'll just throw these. Bite. They they're, they're bound to knock Land somebody in out. Someone's brain. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. So today is our all the horror. Spooky wookie based right club. So the right club. Oh, I should have had this open. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's like something about doctor. I have it right here. Oh, I was gonna say. I have too so many. here's the right club. It start your story with a sentence that's genuinely happy and upbeat. End it with the same sentence, but this time it's chilling, dark, and horrifying. So we have four entries in mine. <laughs> And I didn't do one because I was just being really kind-hearted to give space for the other people. <laughs> also, I just didn't do it this morning. I was like, I still have one. time. I could do it. And then I was like, or I could play Best Fiends. Yeah, I Fiends totally did mine today. Sitting in my bed. And I also I did played that Best Fiends, but. Okay, whatever. I'm also playing Best Fiends. You're just I'm like. I'm just amazing. You are you do it all, Trisha. I don't have know you how seen, you do it, but you do it have all. Have you seen the pile of crap in my house? Like, I do not do it all. <laughs> whatever. All right. She had to one up me, everybody. Right. Did you see that? Did. did you hear that? It's okay. You probably didn't see it. But I think you heard it. <laughs> they all saw it, which is really weird. I feel weird about that. I know. So nice. who should we start with? You want me to start since I have three? Yeah, you start. All right. Good idea. So I'm gonna start with Brett Jordan Kreinsuck. Thank you, Brett. And this is uh oh, there's not a title. Oh what? H period or R period read as horror. Okay, is that the title? Because he always. I think titles that's his. the title because okay. it's like, and then it says by Brett Jordan. So yeah, I think that's the. All right. The title. I Good. Think, Brett, you can correct me, and I will agree with you. <laughs> All right. I will say yes. I have not read this, so here we go. Welcome back to work, David. Margaret said with a cheerful grimace across her conflicted face. Yes, Margaret. I am back to work. It's good to be back doing something, anything, anything but laying in a hospital bed trying to piece together the past few months. I left here six months ago to go camping for the long weekend. You all thought it was weird that I did this alone, but after working in HR for 10 years, the last thing I wanted to do on my weekend was to be around people <laughs> and wear a fake smile. And now it hurts when I smile. After the surgeries to reconstruct my face and reset my legs, everything hurts. But the disability ran out and I needed to come back to work. If only I could remember what happened after I pulled over to pee on the side of the road. The next thing I remembered is waking up in the hospital, broken and completely blank over the events of the weekend. Where did I go? What happened to me? The car was found 100 miles away from where I took my last pee. My body was found 200 miles mm. away, in a creek, near death, and broken. My wallet was the only way they could identify me. Even today, the picture on my driver's license is a haunting memory of who I was, and that picture though horrible, is a hundred times better than the broken visage that faces me in the mirror every morning. 
So I ate my cake and pretended not to notice my coworkers turning away from me in disgust and whispering to each other. Mm-hmm. I went back to my desk and vacantly scared, scanned my emails when the phone rang. At the first sound of my voice on the other end, my mind instantly filled with memories of me in a box, <laughs> arms and legs chained together, the scent of blood and my own feces hanging dark, dankly in the <gasps> air as the sounds of dirt being shoveled over me could be heard. <laughs> as the piss soaked my pants and dripped onto the office carpet, the voice on the other end darkly spoke. Welcome back to work, David. Oh! <laughs> That's scary. Oh my god, that was good. He said, thank you. Uh, this is uh, actually an idea I've been toying around with for years. Thank you oh. for letting me bring it forward. I like it. And it's so back. scary. That was great. Uh, really good, Brett. That was a good one. I, I want to like watch that movie or I know. that show or that whatever, whatever that it is. is. <laughs> We're here for all 12 episodes, Brett. Just let us know. That is good. Yes. That was That's good. That really got me. I'm telling you. All right. I'm going to read this one now. This is from The Hammer. Hammer. Stephanie, thank you for submitting. All right. So here it is. 2020 was going to be the year. So full of promise. She sat alone on her couch and watched the ball drop on TV, content to be in her jammies and on, and on her own with a glass of Prosecco. Ten, nine, eight. She was finally embracing what it meant to be a late bloomer and finally coming into being herself in her mid-40s. Seven, six, five. Awesome friends that were her fam, the kind of people you could jump in your car for, drive hours to get to, and crash in their spare room when you needed to just get away and have an excuse for a road trip. Four, three, two. A good job and volunteer work that fueled her. That fueled her soul. One, one, one. Pandemic? Zombies? Okay, no zombies. It would have been more interesting with zombies. <laughs> but now things fall apart and are wrapped in a cloak of uncertainty. 2020 was going to be the year. Oh, it was. Man, <laughs> let me just say, when you started out with 2020 was going to be the year, I'm like, that's horrifying <laughs> right there. No double you meaning need, except... You need not write anything else. Ironically, yeah. 2020 will always have double meaning. Jesus. <laughs> that was all. good, Hammer. I like it. I like the countdown. Like, like yeah, in between. Placed in between yeah. everything. That was really, really good. Really nice. Love it. Thank you. So this one is from Mikey P. Jr. of uh, from the Descent podcast. And finally, he uh, submitted and we're glad you did, Mikey. So here we go. Evolution is wonderful. Growing up, I heard all these amazing theories. Charles Darwin, the father of it all. How natural selection picks out the old and used. The successor takes its place. Cells mutate. The genetic codes update. Humanity has been able to overcome the old saying, survival of the fittest. We evolve and we adapt. I was skeptical when they first came. I mean, who wouldn't? Whenever aliens are mentioned, our first thought goes to take over of the lengthy... Oh, sorry. Whenever aliens are mentioned, our first thought goes to the takeover of the lengthy boys in gray. But instead of domination, claims are made to fix our problems. A new body for the old world we destroyed. The extraterrestrial encounter was tough. A global <laughs> genocide happened within. Well, I'm not entirely sure. Everything felt like it happened in an instant and in an eternity at the same time. They offered answers. They offered change. 
Many didn't survive the process. Centuries of mutating cells all happening within weeks? Or was it months? That doesn't matter. What does matter is the outcome. Mm -hmm. Describing the brutal process of our beautiful transformation will not do any good, nor the metamorphosis inside our own blood-filled cocoon. Just know we sprouted out. Our water, our water world, once known as Earth, isn't a problem anymore. A cosmic bus stop for them. A change <laughs> for us. They helped us survive. They helped us evolve. Evolution is wonderful. <laughs> that's good that's really good thank you for joining in and please come back my yeah. god it was so good that's sort of another show i would want to watch i would totally watch this <laughs> show too or like, this movie i'm down yeah sorry everything's a show in my mind now because it seems to be all i watch but movie yes right certainly i mean audio drama a good, I don't know. a good alien movie with an ending that doesn't disappoint like thank you it'd be nice thanks mikey p we are so happy to have you in our right club I have the pleasure of reading Kayla R. Sharpie's submission. Oh, you. You made it in a really small font, so thanks, Trisha. Just hold it further away. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Wait, how do you... I, I didn't to, like, do that on my purpose. Glasses. This is the old lady episode. I usually format everything. I don't think I did. Sorry. It's okay. It's just kind of a small font. All right. It's fine. We'll get through <laughs> it. For Kayla, anything for you. All right. The carnival gate stood wide open and inviting. We were so young back then, and everything was so big and bright and loud, and we loved it all. It was me and Sis and our friend Mary from down the street. We knew we weren't supposed to go without our parents, but I knew the way. And who could resist? The smells of fried food and sugary snacks floated through the air, riding waves of laughter and happy screams of all the people on the rides. It was paradise, until Mary said she wanted to go look at something. I tried to keep us all together, but Sis was tugging at my hand, begging me to take her on to the big roller coaster. I knew that if we got caught here, I'd be busted. But if I took Sis on the coaster, I'd be dead meat. <laughs> so I pulled her back as she kicked and yelled at me for being mean. But I was bigger, and that's what the bigger sister does. I told her we needed to stay with Mary, and Sis asked where Mary was. I looked, and I couldn't find her. She didn't leave, did she? Mary doesn't know how to get home on her own. I looked some more. None of the grown-ups looked like they could help. I was getting more worried as my eyes fell back onto the entrance. What if something happened to Mary? What if someone took her? The carnival gate stood wide open and inviting. Ooh, that was good. <laughs> Just now, when I was reading this, Kayla, I was thinking about the sugary snacks, and I was thinking about that uh, that big cigar, that big cinnamon I stick. Did too. I almost said so popular fried and snacks and a big piece of wood covered will, in cinnamon. I will take a fried sugary snack over that hard piece of <laughs> definitely. Oh my gosh, look at this picture on my phone that's popped up. Okay, anyway, sorry. Um, <laughs> I picked an old picture of my kid for like his, um, you know, his his contact, and it's. I didn't realize the whole picture was that. I thought it was just him. That's really cute. Okay, that's sorry, funny. that surprised me right now. <laughs> all right, you can cut that out. It's not important at all. <laughs> sorry, everybody. Snip, snip, cut. All right, all right. I wrote awesome, one. Awesome, Kayla. Good job. Mine is based on something my daughter. Is true for my daughter. Let's put it that way. Okay. Okay. This is our playroom. We have everything. A dollhouse, Lego kits, even a microscope and a science area. 
Yes, it's a bit messy, but the cheerful sunshine fills it with happiness, even when you can barely step through the mess. We have a Wii and our very own TV. It has two closets, but we keep the second one closed. That's where Bobo lives. You know that clown I had when she was a, my mom had when she was a kid that you can punch? He bobs back and <laughs> forth with a sickening grin. Well, I think he's terrifying. He's slightly deflated, and sometimes as the air leaks out, it sounds like he's sighing. I put him in that closet, <laughs> the one we keep closed. And we don't come in here at night, especially in the dark. Sometimes when I'm trying to fall asleep down the hall, I swear I can hear him scratching, bopping back and forth on that door. I have this overwhelming feeling that when no one can see him, he moves. This room is off limits when it's dark. This is our playroom. Aww. <laughs> we did get that clown. And she does hate it. And it I is, love that. It is in that closet. I had one too, remember, in college? Yeah. You know, I, I don't know why. Toys when I was in it was college. Fun. We have a lot of pictures of it, like with all of us. Like, yeah. Hang, because you could punch it. And that was fun when it was we were fun. 18. So, so my one of my husband's aunts got it for the kids a couple years ago for Christmas. And I, the, the creepiness of it is just totally, totally getting she hates to me. Clowns, right. And she's just like, he's, he's horrible looking. <laughs> my son loves it. It, you punch it, it bobs back up, but it did slightly break. Well, I didn't know where it was. We, she, so she put it in that closet. We had a dumpster recently and I was throwing stuff away and I was like, where's that clown? It's in that closet. <laughs> did you throw it away? No, I forgot about it. Oh. And then I was like, oh, I was going to throw it away. You're like, I, I did. Think, and it's back again. It's no. back in the closet. Ah. So we don't go in there. No, it's in that closet. And so it was like after we got the dumpster taken away, I was like, oh, my God, I forgot to throw away like some old easel or some shit we had. And and then I was like, oh, my God, I forgot to throw away the clown. But I mean, I could just like deflate it and put it in the I was going to say, you could probably just stick it in the it's trash fine. anyway. Yeah. It's not like a big thing. If you but I didn't know she had hid it in that closet. That's so funny. Until recently. <laughs> and I opened that closet door. You're to, all, ah! Yeah. To do something else. And there's like a half deflated Bobo. That is clown. kind of scary. Just I don't know if that's his name. I just needed a name. But yeah. I, think, yeah, I think I thought it was Bobo. But so both of my kids this weekend, we were like trying to get them to play in the playroom. And they're both like afraid to go in there alone. And that's what gave me this idea. Of, oh, it wasn't it because of, of the clown, but they just like that would be a good reason. They though. think the room is creepy when like it's dark and no one's allowed to go in there. They don't like to go in there in the dark. And so I was like, ha, 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 ha. And then I was like, oh, this would be good for her to read in her voice. Except <laughs> that would terrify her, the story I just read. Oh, yeah. So bad. Then so. she'll never go in the playroom again. Ever, ever all, again. Well, I guess that room is off limits. <laughs> that entire room with all the stuff in it. But, yeah. So. That was good. Hey, good good job. club. Thank you. Everybody. Best. Yes, I love how. Are. I mean, I always say this. How they're all different. Broken record. But they're all, yeah, I love how they're all different. Like, there wasn't even any theme that was similar or anything. Like, uh -uh. everybody's so different. I love that. I did think about doing a 2020 thing, but I didn't. And then when I saw Stephanie's come in, I was like, yay, I'm so glad I didn't do that. Like, There's really nothing more horrifying than 2020. It's a pretty. We don't need it to be Halloween. It's shitty been Halloween situation. all year. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Oh, anyway. 2020, go uh, away. How about that? Yeah, I saw a funny meme that was like, you know, when the when the new year starts, like, or you know, at midnight on the 31st, or I don't know, it was stated much more clear than I'm doing it right now. But it was like, I'm gonna I'm gonna stay up all night just to make sure 2020 
goes ends. away. That it goes away. <laughs> Not because I'm welcoming the new year, but because I want to make sure 2020 is done. Just like officially. Get rid of this dumpster fire. God. <laughs> oh, man. Well, thank you all for joining us. We have like yeah. a myriad of destroyed snacks in front of us, it's, which we're going to have to throw away. It looks like someone just went to town, like binged like a pile of weird. But we took like one bite never of each thing. Finished it all, yeah. The broken up waffle is like the nastiest looking. Well, one. it looks because we we took like a small bite of each thing and then put it back because we didn't <laughs> like it. So then it's really bad. Just hold on oh, to those, man. you know, those hockey puck like you know licorice. licorice just for the you know for the zombies i don't I know mean, i mean i guess i could like make a frame out of those and shellac them i probably wouldn't even have to shellac them they're already, they're hard they're as, like dried pasta yeah that's what they're yeah you dried, should make a beautiful art maybe piece. we should boil them and see if we can make anise or something no it doesn't taste I'm like anise. that's the problem though it's not okay i'm like really stuck the on this get is, it i'm stuck on it because uh, you can't uh, chew it oh, it didn't really work can't but. chew it Alrighty. All right, everybody. Well, this has been a fun-filled day. Thank you to our guests. Thank you to all the Right Club people. Yes, and please join us on November 7th on Get Vocal. That's Get V-O-K-L. It's a cool, like, live streaming app. and uh, It's it super can... easy, you guys. We promise. This is one of the easier things to jump on to. Yeah, yeah it's, it's really fun. And uh, we'll see you there. And we've... Did we say that Drew from Real Feels is going to be on when we were listing everybody off earlier? I don't think we did. But I don't think we did because he wasn't on the the list of because he's like there the whole day. Add them. Add him Drew, there. you're a champ, and we can't wait for you to be there all day with us. Yes, <laughs> yes, and he can't wait for us to tell him what it is he's actually. Doing. He's like, oh god damn it. Um, uh. He's like, I shouldn't have agreed to that while I was drinking wine during our episode. He's all, what did I commit myself to? I know, I know. He's like texting me. He's like, um, are you giving me some instructions on this? We're I'm like, like mm, we're no, gonna figure it out today, today right tomorrow. after this podcast yeah. is over. Um, anyways thank you so much and hope to see you there and keep writing keep snacking bye Goodbye. this has been a transmission of the podfix network for more about this show and other great podfix programs go to podfixnetwork.com <laughs>